0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Eric Smith co of the Colts cast alongside me as always I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here yo 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 our twitter handle is at the Colts cast and our instagram is at Colts cast if you guys have social media please go follow us right now right now you're listening right now so you might as well go follow us right now mm-hmm. highlight videos memes polls we run anything in between you can hit us up on there Look, week six is here. Second place in the AFC South. Crazy. Let's get it. <laughs> Divisional game at home. Favorites by two points. Jamal, what's going to happen this week? Man, man, oh man. You know, if you had asked me, Eric, two weeks ago,
1: what I thought was going to happen after watching the Jaguars put the smack down on the Chargers, I'd have said, hey. I don't want to watch it. I don't want any part of it. Don't even worry about it. But after what I saw, what they did against the the Texans, hey, I'm ready for the war. I want the war now.
0: You ready? Okay. I'm ready, I'm ready to let's start week six off hot. I want to come out the gate. I want us to score 20 points in like the right. first quarter. I want us to just eat. <laughs> That's unrealistic. But let's get into some Q&A sessions. Look, this is our first Q and A session on the Colts cast. I honestly thought we weren't going to get any questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're we're a fairly new podcast, but you guys submitted some. I am happy. I'm pleased. Thank you, guys. We have four questions, and we're going to go right through them. So, Jamal, I'll start out with the first one. We're not going to call out names. We'll keep it anonymous. What's the plan to protect Matt Ryan? He's getting creamed out there. Mm, complex question. I, I
1: I think everyone in Colts Nation knows how I feel and, I, and knows what I think we need to protect Matt Ryan. It's the better O-line. We need him to step up. I, I don't even, I mean, obviously I think we need a couple new players, but I think that we need to figure out where the issues are coming in across the board with our linemen, where the trust is coming from. So, I say that because I, I like to think that finally Frank Reich, Ballard, these guys have been hearing the whispers, hearing people talk, and just this just uh this past week he made some changes. They let us know of a couple different changes uh since since our Denver game. Reich released that Raymond's gonna be the new starting left tackle. Of course, you know, we, we he had that terrible game. Um in Denver at four holding penalties, which was a ton. Yeah.
0: But I, but can, I so I I just want to interrupt real quick. Yeah. I looked at film a little later. He didn't play Terrible in the right. second half, like he did in the first half. So, right. we'll we'll let the rookie slide, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we did the same thing with Gallup Pierce, right? When he dropped that touchdown pass, we oh, yeah. let that slide. Oh. So, you know, welcome to the league. Talk to him. Yeah, so it's all good. We're not gonna hold it against you. But what I found really interesting uh is Braden Smith going to the interior, going to be right guard now, uh per Frank Wright. I I am interested, I, Eric. I know you probably saw. He said he wanted to do it because. He's he's a better he's better interior blocker run blocker, et cetera. Et cetera. So mm-hmm. we want to go ahead and attack that, and of course that leaves a gap at the right tackle. But before I even go down that rabbit hole, I see that face exactly of, exactly that. leaves a <laughs> gap at Talk right tackle. Him.
0: Who they got starting at right tackle now?
1: They they're, they're going to have to keep Braden Smith at the right tackle and put Fries in there. They're going to have to mm. have that guard because you can't you, you can't put Matt Pryor who had arguably the what the most pressures in in a game. He had no he had more what was that stat? He had nine pressures, I think it was, but he had more pressures in the game than than people have in the entire season. <laughs> Something crazy <laughs> like that. I mean, so no, you cannot trust him. So I don't know. I'm curious to know what Reich's move is with this and how true it is that Braden Smith will bump down the guard. I can maybe see it in a couple packages, but I don't really see that being the end all be all, especially when we don't have a true right tackle. I I and, and honestly. Braden I mean, Smith was it. Well, yeah, 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 Well, I don't he, understand he, he, that move. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, we're gonna see though. Yeah, we're gonna see. I don't. I just don't think it's gonna. Especially with Ryan Kelly still not practicing right now. I like to think that Danny Pinner is gonna have to be at center. We're gonna we're gonna put Fries at guard, and we're gonna keep Braden Smith at tackle, and of course Nelson and Raymond on the left side. I, I mean, that's that's all you can do. That's what I like. I like
0: that line, but yeah, like I want to keep Braden Smith at that right side tackle position that's what yeah. he got paid to do hey, but I was just about look, to say man I'm not the coach I'm not the front office we'll see what happens it's just my opinion mm-hmm. but you're right uh, Matt Pryor does not need to be starting no uh, <laughs> so put him so on right bench. Off that first step Bradley Chubb I mean he tore that man up and we mm-hmm. saw that last game let's keep mm-hmm. him bench. Bernard Raymond left tackle I like to see that Shake off the rest of those penalties. Let's let's not hold every time somebody gets past you. We don't want a litany of penalties again. Uh, Danny Pinner, he's probably going to play better in that center position. And yeah. Ryan Kelly, let's be honest, he's severely regressed, mm-hmm. as we've seen. So let's let's try that out. But the question is, what's the plan to protect Matt Ryan? I mean, I, I honestly don't think there is one yet. I think they're still yeah. experimenting, and I think they're going to do that every week until they get see some solid protection. I mean we're last in the league in points per game, sacks and interceptions. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan has eleven fumbles and seven interceptions. Really bad offense right now. Not the step in the right direction. I mean we're week six. Jeez. It's really everyone's fault though. Yeah. I, it, I can't ju- I can't just say what's the plan to protect Matt Ryan? Well what's Matt Ryan's plan to secure the ball, to make better plays. He has to be better at minimizing mistakes. He's an experienced veteran. He should not be making mistakes like not wanting to throw the ball away when he needs to, when he doesn't see an open receiver. You know Our receiving squad is below average, kind of. I mean, we, we could say it's average, but I, a lot of the league will say below average. So a lot of these mistakes have led mo- more sacks than we should have. You know, 21 sacks given up is not all on the offensive line. Those extra sats have led to those fumbles. The Miscommunication between the center and quarterback has led to plenty of fumbles as well. Haven't even talked about interceptions. So bad in the Broncos game. I, I, I We're not even going to talk about that. I think we talked about that last podcast. Matt Ryan had some trash interceptions. But yeah, I, I think the plan right now is to experiment. See what works. I don't know if there will be a... There should be... A one fits all, you know, for games down the line. Like if you excel at this position, you should do well against other D lines, against other packages. But we'll see, Jamal. I'm it's just wait and see at this point. I mean, we've been winning with a busted up O line, so <laughs> two games. Yeah.
1: It, no, and I was gonna say the exact same thing, man. We can experiment until the Cows come home because if if it's if it's gonna get us a dub <laughs> or at least put us in the running versus what we saw week one, week two, experiment all day long. I'm I'm completely fine with it.
0: Look, question two, baby. Should we just tank for a franchise quarterback at this point?
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, Aww. excuse me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's be in all seriousness. Um, I, I, I do think it's obviously it's time for us to get a franchise quarterback. The days of us experimenting through multiple quarterbacks is, is long gone. We have seen that it has not been successful for more reasons than one. Uh, I, I again, I like to, and I'm not gonna heart back on the going back to question number one. But when I think of question two, should we just tank for franchise quarterback? I think if we had a mobile quarterback, that maybe some of these question number one answers that we gave about how we're gonna protect Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan with the bad O line, etc., may not be as big of a problem. But I won't go all the way down that hole. Um, so I do think it's time for us to get a franchise quarterback. I don't know that tanking is the way to go. Currently, right now, we are sitting at the number 18 spot for a first round pick. So we have the we will have an opportunity if we you know continue on this track, maybe to get a little lower, uh, or maybe hang out where we are. Looked at a couple mock drafts, and everything I saw in all the mock drafts were giving us you know cornerbacks, DNs, etc. Nothing was about a quarterback. So I was curious to you know, I was I was interested when I was looking at the mock drafts. But I think that if we end with something like a number 18 spot, that's prime time realty for us to go ahead and put all of the marbles in, go ahead and maybe lose our our second round pick that we get as well, trade, you know, so we can try to trade down for maybe a little bit lower, maybe a number 10, maybe a number nine spot, because at this point, why not? We have what? One of the highest, highest offensive lines in the league, or most expensive, I should say. So why not have a quarterback? That, that we're gonna to try to utilize our people with. Um, I, I know, I know, I've talked about it before. Jim Irsey is not a tanker. He's not gonna want us to go out and lose every game just to get the number one spot. So I do think it's smart for us to continue as we are right now, but look to look so, to well, hold
0: on, hold on. If you think so, if we draft a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. next year, what do you want to do with him? With that expensive offensive line, what's your plan?
1: I I want him. I want him to to play I don't know that necessarily be a starter because we have all the money wrapped into Ryan I don't think that they will be a starter but I, I if it's a Will Levitz or CJ Stroud or something like that I, I know they'll anticipate coming in one to start I, I don't think that they would so I would like to for them to get at least opportunities to get in there and and get a feel for the game with a shaky O-line that we have because we we've seen from last year that the O-line can be good it's just a few missing components that haven't really got put together to make them where they should be um so i, I like to think that if we had a rookie quarterback up round one rookie quarterback we would be okay um i just don't know that they would need to be a starter of their first year but i do think this is the time instead of waiting until next year we'll be back after a quick
0: break if, if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan, uh, has had, uh, a, a kind of dark time of uh, around a yeah. decade, right? You know, we, we kind of, uh, 15 years ago, we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off. They've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until like three years ago, the new kind of leadership team came on board and started looking at things in a in a in a different way. So we also acknowledge, you know, we we, we have a lot to do. Uh, a lot. Mm. Okay. So you think we should tank for a franchise quarterback?
1: I think that I think that we should we should play to our ability but if we get into a situation where we know it's gonna be a nine and You're dancing uh, boy. You're a dancing. nine and, no 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 no. <laughs> if it's gonna be a nine and eight season, then no. I d I don't want I don't want to go nine and eight and have a number twenty four pick that and then we just decide to get rid of that one and we don't draft anybody in the first round, or we're looking at that point because it's so late in the first round, we're not even looking at a quarterback. So if that's the case, then yes, I'd rather us go out with a four or five win season and get better draft better a better draft spot and get a great quarterback. A potential great quarterback, not a great one, a potential.
0: But at this point, so the question was at this point, so will you have to make the decision as the GM right now. Right now? Are you tanking for a franchise yes. quarterback? Yes, or I are am. Are you playing yes, for I the am. playoffs?
1: No, I'm tanking Woo! for a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I, because, because we're not going to do anything in the playoffs. We haven't done anything in the playoffs for years. So so what makes things is going to be any different this year? Nothing's going to change from this year. Teams are going to get better and better as the season goes on. I would like to hope that we would get better and better, but the way we have played so far, no. We just had a dogfight with the second lowest scoring team in the NFL on last Thursday, and we barely escaped that. Like, no. So I know what will happen if we get to the playoffs in a wild card spot and we have the Bills we're going up against, who are averaging 37 points a game. No, I don't, I don't want that. I rather just go ahead and tank, call it quits early on, so we know what our game plan is. But I'm, but I know, I know Jim Irsey. He ain't about that life. What about you, bro?
0: And my man is a lifelong Colts fan. Already wants to tank with an experienced veteran at quarterback. We got 11 fumbles. All pro players on defense everywhere. We got an all pro running back.
1: <laughs> seven, seven Pro Bowlers, and and we didn't make the playoffs last year.
0: Oh my God, yeah, yeah. You we, are we can go down that right. rabbit hole. <laughs> look i I would have been agreeing with you if we would have lost to the Broncos and I know one three and one I would have definitely said maybe I probably would have said yeah might as well because it it would have looked grim two two and one second in the AFC south uh i I'm still with let's 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 win some games there are a lot of one win teams right now and most of them aren't gonna be winning anymore like the panthers I like Texans, they, they all look primed for about three wins this season. That means Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are already off the board. Unless we somehow trade you know, a ransom for them, which I hope we don't do. You also have to realize Frank Ryan and Chris Ballard are not in tank mode. They need to avoid their seats from getting any hotter. So it's playoffs or bust as of right now, and they're going to do everything in their power. To get us there. So the players want to win too. I was saying. I mean we got a lot of veterans out there. There's just. I I don't see any realistic way. For us to tank right now. Uh, Then you also have to think about. There are people saying. This is one of the deepest quarterback classes ever. So I think we'll be able to find a quality candidate. Even if. Excuse me. Even if we end up with a mediocre pick. And. I wouldn't hate the idea of trading up. But. Like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, you know Will Levis, like you said, you got Jaron Hall out of BYU, Anthony Richardson still on the table, Cam Ward, Henan Hooker. There's a lot of names. I mean that that's not even everybody. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could be quality candidates here. So I, I don't think we should tank at this point because AFC Stout South is still up for grabs, and we can certainly win it and punch our ticket to the playoffs at this point.
1: Alright, so let me just count on that real quick though. So as a as a Colts fan, and, and Colts Nation is go see y'all too, as a Colts fan, you'd rather you would be okay with winning the AFC South, punching that ticket, and just getting mopped the first game and you're back to square one. How do
0: you know we're gonna get mopped?
1: Well well I well, I wanna be realistic. I wanna be realistic because it has we haven't been we haven't been past week one or uh, the, the NFL. The first has, of
0: look, the NFL has parody, we've seen wild card teams win the Super Bowl. We have. I'm, we have Look, yeah, but if, we but we also seen
1: teams who who had a ninety nine point seven percent chance to make the playoffs lose two two games in a row and miss the playoffs.
0: Hey, that's history. We're looking <laughs> forward right now,
1: and we. <laughs> <laughs> I I respect it. I respect it. All I'm saying is I'm just I'm just trying to. I want to be a realist realist here though. When we look into, are we in our our, our as the Colts as a franchise? Who you just said people are saying we have a mediocre wide receiver uh, core. Are we in playoff mode right now? That's my only thing. We're Right now, I feel like we're still trying to find our steps. We're in. I feel like we are just getting to where most teams, most. I, I don't want to say all elite teams because I know we're not elite teams. I'm not trying to compare that. But I feel like as, as in week six, we're going to week six, we're at where most teams were in week two, week three. They're still trying to find out what's going on. We're just starting to get the wheels turning. And as I mentioned, where we have five out of our seven conference games, in the first, you know, are coming up. If we win this week against the Jags and then we win against next week against the Titans, then yes, then I'll I will fully agree. Then yeah, then we should be firing all cylinders. But it's hard to compare, and it's hard for me to get excited for the playoffs when I see again a Jags team that can go beat the Chargers, but then get beat by the Texans, and then a Titans team that can barely win uh, against. Uh, you know, I feel like our when we play in our division, we all just crumple against each other. But we can go to any other division or any other game, conference game or non conference game, and play pretty good. But then we play against each other and it's just like the sloppiest, ugliest, nastiest game. And I I I don't understand why. So I hope that we beat the Jags and I hope we beat the Titans so we can end excuse me, our our uh division, our five division games on top. But I just want to make sure that the team is in playoff mode, playoff mindset. If the and, again, I know Reich and Baller are on the hot seat, so they have to go to the playoffs if they want to keep their jobs. But the players have to be there, too. Because if everybody's not on board, I just don't know what's the purpose of us winning eight or nine games to just do nothing within the back half.
0: I hear you. But I I just don't think, with with the points I laid out, I, I don't think we can tank at this point. I don't think we'd yeah. be in a position to. Yeah. Um. Even if we do... I just don't think we're going to out-tank. Like, if if we wanted to tank, we need, like, a top two or three pick. That's true. To yeah. get no. a, a over-the-top quarterback. And then after that, I mean, you still get high-quality candidates, but yeah. they're not, like, boom, automatic. They're not automatic picks. Like, I don't know where Will Levis is going to fall yet. I don't right. know where Anthony Richardson's going to be at. But – they are candidates and we can take a chance on them so
1: that that's fair that's fair again like you said i do think we're in a terrible position to where we can't we can't lose for every other game for the rest of the season but i do think right now the number 18 spot like we talked about if we have an opportunity to trade up to potentially get and i'm not saying trade up to number three pick but if we can even drop it to number 10 number nine i have to look through the whole quarterback class to see if there would be even a a value one at the number nine or 10 position uh, spot, then maybe I would like to see something like that. I I just, I just fear that we'll trade down or or we'll trade away for, we'll go higher. We'll go 25, 26, 27 to pick up a second, second round or something like that. Because I know Ballard is about gaining more picks to, to take care of some of the like quick picks, like the Nick crosses and the Raymond's and the Pierce that he did this past year. But talk about that towards the end of the season.
0: Yeah. We won't spend too much time, yeah. too much more time on that. Let's go All to right, the so, third one. Yeah, next yeah, one. Go on ahead. And Ask D- me. D- DJ Moore, what you think? What do I think? The, the Carolina Panther boy. Receiver? Yeah. More than 1,100 yards in three consecutive seasons? Mm. Only 25 years old? entering mm. is prime? I would love to have this yards after catch piece. Uh, sign me up. Oh, wait. Not with this given circumstances, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to have DJ Moore. But what do I think? I don't think the Colts should pursue him. And I don't think they are. They're not. I think there's plenty of other teams that might be picking up the phone to call. I, I don't think we're one of them. He just got a three-year $61.9 million extension this past offseason. Do we really need to pay a receiver right now that much, $20 million a year, when you look at our receiving core? Yeah, we said it's below average, but Alec Pierce is starting to look like the real deal. Michael Pittman, we can all agree, is a stud. Paris Campbell, so far, so healthy. (laughs) He would count so much against the cap space in 2023. And I don't think he fits well enough to spend that kind of money. And it's not just money. We're also talking about draft picks or giving up a player that we already have, so that that could be two draft picks just for DJ Moore, and I don't want to give up our draft capital. I we we need a first round pick. We we don't get many of those historically, yeah. and there the, there's other positions we need to fill. And I'd rather use our draft capital there, or like you said earlier, trade up for a potential franchise quarterback. I I don't think DJ Moore. Or, getting on this team changes where we're at right now. I don't think so. So I'm on the no-DJ Moore train.
1: Fair enough. I mean, everything you just said was basically what I was going, except for I didn't have all the specs on his, his contract that he had just signed. So I'm glad you talked about that. Uh, as everyone knows, Ashton Doolin officially on the I.R., so he's out for the next four weeks. He was third in yards and fourth in reception. So, of course, we're going to have to have someone pick up from there. But like you mentioned, Pierce coming out of his shell. We know we know what Pittman can do. We know he can take off at any time. And Campbell, he's still on the field. So we got we got some stuff we got some people. If we need somebody we'll bring Padman back off the practice squad, I'm sure he'll we'll bring him back up if needed. Uh and Ballard, he said it multiple times. He's not worried about a wide receiver core right now. So I don't think it will be worth the it'll be worth the money and and like you said, the draft picks and the trouble for us. Uh especially where we have we have Alec Pierce, who's just gotten better week by week by week. And I can see continue to see him to grow. I, I like what we have right now. I think that, again, if we get all of our aces in their places with the line and, and Matt Ryan, these guys could come out and ball out. So I'm I'm off that train. It would be great to have him. But, again, do we need him for right now? I think we're okay.
0: Absolutely. You want to break down the last question? Yeah,
1: man, last up, last up. The money man. You talked about this guy. You said you possibly were going to get his jersey before the Michael Pittman Jr. situation. My man Nick Cross, what happened to him? He went from zero, excuse me,
0: he went from hero to zero real quick. He did. He did, didn't he? I mean, this this is a great question. I don't think it's getting talked about enough. Because I have no fucking idea what happened. (laughs) But really, how does the preseason star rookie Nick Cross not play a single snap in the last two games? He went from 70 snaps to 46 snaps to one snap from week one to week three. I'll tell you why. And it's the exact reason I told you guys back when I thought Rodney McLeod would start over him come week one. I was wrong, but the reasoning's still there. One, experience. Gus Bradley even said it in Week Three against the Chiefs. After that win, he said he thought Rodney McLeod's experience might help us a little more in that situation. And it's become evident that experience is invaluable. Yes, Nick Cross is a better athlete and more explosive, in my opinion, than the 40, than the 32-year-old veteran, not 42. But that's not what the coaching staff seems to care about the most, so there you are. But here's the caveat. Julian Blackman went down in that game in week three. The Colts opted to replace him with Rodney Thomas II instead, the seventh rounder out of Yale. That that was That's the most crazy part. So he's been taking all the snaps at free safety since then, literally. He's played 100% of defensive snaps in the last two games. Was it the right decision? You could argue yes. I mean, he's played really well, especially against the Broncos. Five tackles, two solo, one interception, two passes defended. He hasn't let you know defenders really beat him over that top where he's supposed to be at that free safety position. I've seen this before with many teams where you draft someone early, and then after a few months, the late rounder that same position will start to take over the guy you drafted early the NFL draft is deep that's why I, I want to keep our draft capital unless we're trading for something really good most people just watch the first round and say all right let's go get some burgers and fries I'm done watching nah man NFL is deep lots of good players come out of late rounds that's what happened in the cross that's what I think
1: Yep, I agree with everything you just said. I only want to add on one other thing, and I think it's the C word, confidence. I think that Nick Cross doesn't possess the confidence. Like he's a, like you mentioned, great athlete, and I, and I think he understands what's going on, but he, he there's no way you can be that confident because, he, I mean, we saw preseason. We saw training camp, game one, four tackles, game two, five tackles, game three, one snap, and it was over. So I think I definitely think it's a confidence issue, and I don't know if it's he doesn't have confidence in himself, or the coaches doesn't have confidence in him, or a mixture of all, you know, or both. But it's 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 weird. It's weird. But shout out to McLeod, um, for coming in and stepping up. And I mean, it's it's it's, it's been great for everybody. I, I feel bad for Nick, but hopefully, hopefully, it's not something where he is. Like done, you know what I mean? I don't mean done as far as his career, but just done. Because being on the bench, because Gus Bradley said at this point, it's 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 not a matter. They're saying it's not that he's not going to play, but it's going to be a matter of when. So I don't know. It's weird, but I agree with all
0: you said. Zero snaps the last two weeks. Gus Bradley is lying. That man ain't playing for a minute. I don't know what (laughs) happened in that locker room practice. (laughs) but there is something deeper because to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense unless, I mean, they saw something in Rodney Thomas. But look, I want the Colts to have their 11 best players out there on defense, so sure. I'm not going to argue. Just giving my thoughts. For sure. Well, that's going to be it, everyone, for our first Q&A session. Next time we do this, please be sure to check social media. We send those out. We put it on our Instagram story, everything. We want these questions. This was fun. But that's it. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Colts cast. Release episodes bi-weekly. Go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We will be back after we win against oh, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars at home to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care.
1: Take care.